Welcome back to our last episode in this series at the Word of Work in the book of Revelation. Uh, we're looking at the last uh, letter to the church in Laodicea. And so let's get cracking. I hope you have your Bibles open as we work our way through this. The church in Laodicea were in trouble. And they were in terrible shape and they didn't even know it. And they thought they were fine with Jesus. But in reality, they were in danger of being spat out of the mouth of Christ. South Africa is a hotbed for lukewarm Christianity. Now, every second school speaks about their Christian ethics, but it's really only surface level. We have CEOs of companies who pray before meetings, but yet rig the books. Now, every second person you meet claims to be Christian, but lack conviction about Jesus and their mission and don't live like Christ, what we'd want them to. The so-called Christians who are ineffective and unfruitful in the church. We have churches who are apathetic towards the gospel, pastors who are just in it for the paycheck at the end of the month. Uh, all these are, are symptoms of lukewarmness. They don't have the warmth and zeal for Christ, but neither are they outright unbelievers and not following Christ. They're kind of halfway between. And Jesus has some counsel for us uh, in terms of lukewarmness. And if you don't think this passage is for you, it might just mean that this passage is for you. Now, this is the last letter to the different churches. And it's fitting the way Jesus identifies himself in verse 14. Have a look there. He says, And to the angel of the church in Laodicea write, The words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. When he says that Jesus is the Amen, he's, it means that he is the reliable one. He is God's confirmation. To all his promises, his word has credibility. And Jesus is the faithful one, the, the amen of God. He also is powerful, the beginning of God's creation. This doesn't mean that he was the first of God's creation. No, Jesus was never made. He was never created. He was always with the Father. It means that Jesus was with the Father in the beginning, creating. And Colossians 1 verse 16 says this, by, For by him, Jesus, all things were created in heaven and on earth, Visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. So Jesus has all power and credibility to accomplish the threats and to fulfill his promises in this letter to the church. And so as we hear this warning in the text, we need to really trust it because it's coming from the credible one, the Amen, and heed it because it's, it's, he can fulfill it. He's the co-creator. So hear this warning in verses 15 and 17. Have a look. It says, I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you either be cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich. I have prospered. I have nothing. I'm, I've real, I'm uh, not realizing that you are wicked and poor and blind and naked. When Jesus looks at the church, uh, he sees a church that is ineffective, a purposeless church. They are neither cold in utter indifference to the gospel, nor are they hot in terms of utterly devoted to Christ, but somewhere in between, uh, lukewarm. Uh, tea is only good whether it's iced tea or, or, cold, or hot tea. Uh, lukewarm tea has no purpose. Nobody wants lukewarm tea. Uh, Jesus wishes that they were good for something. The church was rebuked for not having any purpose in verse 15. And Laodicea's water supply and his history was provided um, from a distant source through pipes. And often when the water reached the city, it'd be lukewarm, uh, ineffective. And the, often the people would spit it out on the ground. Uh, in contrast, the, the neighboring cities and towns had 
either warm springs to draw from or, or cold mountain streams to draw from. And Jesus urges the church to rather be uh, refreshingly cold, have a purpose there, or medically healing in terms of hot springs rather than lukewarm like the water supply in the city. The problem was this church was lukewarm. And the worst thing about it was that they thought they were perfectly fine. Have a look at verse 17. For you say, you the church, say, I'm rich, I've prospered, I need nothing, not realizing that you are wretched and poor and blind and naked. The lukewarm person is a person in the church who is self-sufficient and self-satisfied. The person who says, I'm rich, I've prospered, I need nothing, I've arrived. The thing is, they don't have a true view of themselves. The essential part of lukewarmness is an ignorance to the true spiritual condition that you are in and being satisfied with that. The church in Laodicea had ample wealth and was secure in the city. It was a rich city. This had dulled their sense of their need for God and the gospel. They thought they had arrived. The true Christian is not a perfect Christian, but the true Christian has this ongoing sense that in himself, he is poor and wretched and blind and naked, needing, needing Jesus. The church had been lulled into a false sense of security. And verse 16 is a warning to us all. 16, because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Now, what a vivid image that is. If a person does not heed this warning from Jesus... It will result in unspeakable, horrible experience with Jesus spitting you out of his mouth. This image is really just one of rejection. If Jesus spits you out of his mouth, it is because you've never belonged there in the first place. You were never truly saved. You were always lukewarm for Jesus. True faith that's saved is not lukewarm, half-hearted faith. Sure, you might go through times and seasons where you feel ineffective and your faith feels mediocre and your commitment and love wax and wanes. But there's always a sense that you need Christ, that you are not satisfied um, with, your, with your warmth or, your, or your, you know, with your lukewarmness. You're never satisfied. You always know you need to ask God for help. There's always a sense in which you need um, Jesus to help you. Jesus warned the church that if they continue to be lukewarm in their approach to his gospel and his mission, verse 19 says they should repent and become zealous. Um, and if they don't do that, they'll be spit out of his mouth. Thank God that Jesus doesn't end his letter to the church here in verse 17. He gives the church a way not to be spat out, to wake up from their slumber and their lukewarmness. He calls the church into his office to counsel them because he is the true witness, verse 14, and he, he, you can trust his counsel. Jesus reminds them that love motivates his rebuke, verse 19. Those whom I love, he says, I reprove and discipline, so be zealous and repent. He desires this lukewarm church to come to repentance, to realize their need for him, to um, turn from their lukewarmness and be zealous for him again, so that they might, might renew their fellowship with him. Verse 20, Behold, I'm standing at the door and knocking. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him, and he will be with me. His fellowship there 
Jesus longs for that zealous fellowship. Jesus wants the poverty to be replaced with spiritual wealth, our nakedness and shame to be covered with robes of righteousness, our blindness to be healed so that we might see the things the way they really are. Verse 18. And there's only really one place where that can really happen, and that's uh, in Jesus, uh, running back to him. Do you notice how the vision of Jesus, the gazing at Jesus in chapter 1 that we looked at a few episodes ago, corresponds with the things that we need in verse 18? Jesus wears this golden sash around his chest. His hair is like white wool. His eyes are like flaming fire. All the things that God is wanting for us to be zealous for, Jesus is the thing that we, we get it from. The lukewarmness can only be made whole again through a renewed relationship with Christ. Uh, to gaze again at the glory of Christ. Jesus' words here, these hard words, these, this vivid image, is a warning to us. And this warning is his grace towards us. A warning in the Bible is always a way that God um, turns his sheep back to himself. If you heed this warning, if you hear it and repent and then return to Christ again, he's saying that that's what, that's what true faith looks like. Repentance and zeal is the remedy to any lukewarm Christianity because repentance is an evidence of real faith. Repentance is, is an acknowledgement once again that you need Christ, that you need his salvation. Verse 19 is clear that those whom Jesus loves, he will reprove and discipline. And as, as a result, the faithful, those who hear his word, those who have ears, will respond to this letter and this warning with zeal and repentance. The lukewarm will hear this message and remain uh, lukewarm, not hearing the message and therefore face the judgment to come. Verse 20 says, Behold, I'm, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. Jesus once again extends an invite to this church to fellowship with him once again. Where, what do you do if you are feeling, feeling like this? What do, you feel, what do you do if you're feeling lukewarm in your faith and your love for Christ and his mission? Well, I think the passage says that we are called to repent, acknowledging our need for Jesus our Savior, opening the door once again to be in fellowship with him, to be on fire for him, in close communion with him, it means turning away from sin, turn, turning away from apathy, and turning towards Jesus and running towards him once again. Not walking around hoping to find something else that's better and more attractive. The promise for those who renew their zeal and snap out of their lukewarmness is a true rulership in the coming kingdom, verse 21. The one who conquers, I will grant to him to sit with me on my throne, he says, as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. The opposite of lukewarmness and judgment is enjoying close fellowship with Jesus and ruling with him in the kingdom to come. Lukewarm Christianity is not Christianity at all. Verse 22, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. Won't you heed God's warning today? I'd really appreciate that and um, I'm sure Jesus would want you to turn to him again in repentance. Well, thanks for journeying with us through the letters and through the first few chapters in the book of Revelation. It's been a great Word at Work series. I hope it's been edifying to you. 
and we will see you next time for a new series. Have a good day. Bye now.